This is SPF Zero Episode 3 for August 15th, 2020. Hi, Juan. Hey, Charles. How's it going? Eh, all right. It's really, really hot here. Really, really hot. This is be over 100 today. Well, what's That's up? That's why we're also recording a little bit early. Hmm? Are you not able to use like air conditioning or something, or you don't have it? I do, but it's uh, it's uh, it's loud and it's uh, we're having rolling blackouts. We're actually having fires back there. Yesterday, my uh, I went when I went out, my car was covered in ash, and I parked under a carport, so it's 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 not going great. Could be worse though. It's not the worst fire we had, so. Do they have it under control now? Positive. No, I don't think so. I think oh, there's really? the lake fire, which is huge. I think there was one in Corona, which I think is uh, a lot contained. And yeah, this, the one in lake fire fire is uh, like a little bit south of Santa Clarita, I want to say. That area. So what do you? So. How bad is it? Because I'll be honest, like the time you know living there for the past whatever five and a half years. I mean, there was always fires, but to be honest, like they weren't ever affecting me. I think the the worst part of it was probably the air quality. But how would you rate this one compared to a lot of the other fires that happened? Yeah, it's not the worst. And here, living here, it is just the air quality because uh, this is not going to burn my house. I don't live that close to the mountains for that to happen. But uh, they're, they're not close enough that I can see the flames either this time around. Uh, a couple times ago, it was. Uh, it's just the air quality is really, really bad, and there's ash in the air. It also looks a little bit cloudy, but it's not clouds. But did they say if anyone is, you know, unfortunately passed away or anything? How's that? Um, the structures, there are a few structures. I think three structures burned when it first started. I'm not sure how many structures are burned now, but, uh, yeah. It's not the hmm. worst. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Hopefully they get it under control. I'm sure somebody will. <laughs> yeah, gonna have to edit that out. All right, that's great. Did um, you freeze? No, I didn't you freeze. Froze. I just thought you would have more to say than there's actual oh. fires going on. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you froze because your picture froze. Anyway. How was your week? Uh, my week went pretty well. I actually quit my job at Domino's after one week of being there. Why? <laughs> oh, geez, why? Just, I don't know. I don't know. Obviously, we work in a very we work in environments that are very comfortable and they're very, I'll call it user friendly. You know, we work with you know, people that are relatively mature in comfortable settings with, you know, coffee at hand, we don't have to be on our feet very much. So maybe it's just, it's that that's made me just like this weak person that I can't handle the real world anymore. But it was just, um, I guess when it when it came down to it, it just wasn't the juice wasn't worth the squeeze. You know, like everyone that I worked with just seemed like such lazy people. And then, um, I guess, no, so just, did you yeah, quit it just wasn't worth too it. much hard work. Did you quit because it's too no, much I, hard work? Or, if anything, or... like, I was fine with it. The, the work was fine. I mean, I, I, I felt like I was working the hardest. I mean, obviously, you always think that, but I felt like I was working the hardest there. And there's just other times where um, you get, like, tips and stuff, and obviously, they you know, cash you out at the end of your shift. And two times the person did it wrong. The manager on duty did it wrong. And I had to like explain to them that I didn't owe you money because they were like trying to take $15 or like $20. And I was trying to explain to them, no, you're doing the numbers wrong and I'm not going to give you the money. Like, So how, so how do the tips work? Do, if, I, if you deliver pizza to my house and I added a $2 tip to you, do you get the $2 tip or is it split amongst all, uh, all your other coworkers? 
or how did no or, so it's how does not it like uh, it's not like bartending i know a lot of bars you share the tips with the people that are working that shift so but in this case you get the tips that are specific to everything that you actually did so if you make a delivery and get a two dollar tip that's your tip um, okay that's nice so it makes it pretty pretty easy pretty nice but also you can i one thing that working in in food service or just service in general is how shitty people tip it makes me it just reignites that flame and i'm i haven't been on this side of the table in a while because i've been a server and i've been a bartender and now you know i've been a delivery driver so i've been tipped before and because of my previous situations i've always been a good tipper and this has just been so annoyingly frustrating to slap you in the face when people will not some people don't tip you and it's just ridiculous like you had the audacity to like order a pizza and have someone give it to you at your doorstep and you don't give them money for that why should they tip you i mean okay this is like the classic argument of why no okay well, so one blatant uh, no. thing one blatant thing is when you are in a profession or, or you have a job that you get tipped you get paid less than minimum wage because well you get in certain states upset yes. by tips in most states whatever it's it's most states so right. but why why are they not just paying you a decent wage like it doesn't uh, to Here's me it doesn't thing. seem like it it's the tipper's fault in this right it, it seems like it's you're Donald's saying it's fault. not the tipper's fault because of the way that the laws are set up the i mean the laws say minimum wage or less than minimum wage the person paying you doesn't have to pay you that they can pay you $30 an hour if they wanted to right i mean Oh, come on. Financially speaking, it's not going to work, right? But there, but why is it like that? And this doesn't happen on every other country. In other countries, you don't tip at all. And how are they surviving if this, if this is the only way to go? Well, I would venture to ask how much they get paid. Do they get paid as equally as anyone else that's working? As – well, do you mean – I mean, different jobs, you get paid different amounts. You're not going to get the same as a rocket scientist. That's understandable, right? No, no, no. Don't. No, no. Okay. So there are people. Explain yourself, Juan. Well, Explain. There are, people, there are people at Domino's, say the people that make the pizza. They don't get tipped. Uh-huh. They just make their hourly wage. So let's say they get paid $12 an hour. Okay, $12 an hour. Me as a driver, when I'm driving... I get paid four dollars an hour, and then the tips are supposed to supplement that to make up to make a reasonable wage. So, if I so don't why get the tips, twelve dollars an I will hour. Not... Because of the tips, the tips are supposed to offset. That's the way that the rules are set up. But, but wh- who set the rules that they had to be like that? Why is it not set that you get paid twelve dollars too, and then no one needs to tip? I don't know why it's like that. The, the, then, it's then how can you blame the tipper for not tipping enough if you don't – you just you know, say, oh, it's the rules. We can't change the rules. Because then who, who – that's – because you're either taking advantage of the person that's doing the work or – Yeah, so? you're screwing over the, the, the lowest chain here because – yeah, I, I don't get how, you why you would. Who's because the you're the person here? just trying to make. You're just you're just a person trying to make a reasonable living by working, and you got this job. So I don't get what you're saying is it, that you know why why should it be upon the customer? You're you're the customer. You are asking someone to provide an extra service for you. 
So you should tip that person. No, let's change the rules entirely. Let's pay everyone at Domino's equally, right? The pizza maker gets $12 an hour. The delivery guy makes $12 an hour. Your pizza is not going to cost you $10 or more. It's going to cost you $15 now, right? Because you're paying extra. Well, not paying extra. You're paying more than you used to pay your drivers, right? Why is that not the system? Why is that a terrible system? I'm not saying that's not a terrible system. I'm saying based on the system that we're using right now, people should be well, tipping use that system. those that are so well, yeah that's easy to say them. charles that's the dumbest thing ever like, yeah let's pretend like everything is in an ideal world it's not we but we should set it up to help those that make and the change least it. don't tip them at all no one's going to be a driver anymore and we need drivers to have to pay them more and if they pay them more then they'll have to charge more for the pizza you're, oh my God, you just sound so, so out of touch with reality right now. You think Explain like a delivery Explain. change the system? No, the delivery driver is just a pawn in the system. They're not going to change anything. Yeah, so then why are you saying like, okay, well then, woe is you, go back and do your job. Like, Not woe is you, you going back to your job. Don't do that job. Do a different job. You realize that some people don't have that many options. Like they have to sometimes take the job. Some people have been furloughed or like let go of their job. They have to just do something. Yes, that's going to be hard on them. But how hard is it for them to do their job for $4 an hour and not always getting a tip? No, I think think there's, there's two parts. One is just common decency. You could just be kind to the person that's serving you. So food. the one that's paying four dollars an hour is not being commonly decent, but you're letting them go and get away with it. Yes, I no, I agree with you in these situations. There are many ways that corporations take advantage of what you call pawns and just common people. Yeah, I agree with that. I wish that things were set up so that we had a reasonable living wage, a reasonable minimum wage that would help the living standards yeah you wish that but you're not doing anything for that instead you're supporting the guy who's doing who wants to just pay his employees four dollars an hour you're encouraging that by tipping them because you're just saying those are the rules and you just continue it as is no i agree that yeah if 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 being more vocal would make a change, then yeah, I, I agree that we should all kind of do more well, and I don't stick know up vocals for one another. I don't know if the vocal is the right solution for this. Because I think you can yell and scream all you want, but if they're still going to pay them poorly and people still keep working for that poorly amount of money, it's not going to change anything. So then what is the change then? Well, I don't know uh, what will work, but one way of working is not tipping. Right. If we can get enough people to not tip, then enough people will not work as drivers because they will not make enough. Even if they wanted to, even if they can't find any other job, they will not make enough to survive on four dollars an hour, which will force them to pay more, which will force your pizza to cost more. But that's just one solution. And you don't like that solution. I think that is. I think that's the dumbest solution because all you're going to do is affect the person that needs it the most. And then, because here's the thing, someone's going to take the job. Someone's going to take the job. You really think you're going to make an, uh, a delivery driver obsolete and then people are going to think, okay, we Who's should raise the wages. take the $4 an hour job when they're not going to get tipped anymore? I mean, it's Charles, not going to work if some I people are still tipping. I tell you, like, there are some people that are struggling and they need to make money. Yes, they can struggle and need to make money somewhere else. Oh, my God. You're so out of touch and insensitive. Like, you you, I, you really come off as just like a jackass to, to say, like, yeah, just go get another job or, I don't know, figure it out or something like that. But how are you going to solve this problem? So how would you solve this problem? Well, the way you solve it is 
unfortunately, it's by making a law that says you must maintain a reasonable living wage in your company. Like a minimum wage, you mean? Because it goes, it goes, it goes both okay. ways. I mean, when you are a bartender, when I was a bartender, I would make two dollars and thirteen cents an hour. But the way I got tipped, I made easily like eighteen twenty dollars an hour. So it was beyond worth doing the job. Hmm. I mean, that's that's what happens there is your drink itself not the drink itself the total amount for the drink is different per customer right it let's say it's a two dollar drink or five dollar drink uh for someone a jerk like me it'll be a five dollar drink for you it'll be a ten dollar drink because that's how much you're going to pay including the tip and everything so maybe that is the best system I, I think if if you cannot afford a $10 drink and you only can afford a $5 drink, don't tip and it works out. I mean, it, it, it's a, it makes it an even playing field. So everybody can still get a drink, but people are when what, how much you're willing to pay for the drink is different. Yeah, so that, yeah, that makes sense. So if you, that pizza uh, is $5 pizza for me, $10 pizza for you. Well, there's, again, there's two things. There's one, yes, if you are not able to pay and then tip, then you should not be getting it. You and should not two, be getting it? Why not? Why, I mean, why not buy the $5 pizza and not the $10 pizza, you know, with, with the tip? No, you should get who, the $5 who, pizza who are these people realize that, that you, should, you should also tip on top of it. That's what I'm saying is if you if you bought so the, the guy who pizza, works you can afford the six the extra dollar to tip your driver or tip the person making it or serving you or whatever then you should not be getting it. And then the other part is just common decency. Like someone is serving you, you should have the decency to pay them. You are paying them. So the guy who makes four dollars an hour driving can't afford a ten dollar pizza. So the guy who's making four dollars an hour driving, delivering pizzas, cannot afford a ten dollar pizza. Should not be able to have pizza at all. He can afford the five dollar pizza, but he does not have enough money to afford a ten dollar pizza. He should not be getting pizza at all. If you yeah, if you can't afford something, you shouldn't be getting it. Yeah, he could afford a five dollar pizza. Should he get the five dollar pizza? Yeah, you can get a five dollar pizza. Here, here's the thing: all these people that, for whatever reason, couldn't actually come into the store to get the pizza, or couldn't just go to the grocery store and get a pizza that would be cheaper than what they actually get. Yeah, you are you're you are asking for an add-on service that isn't necessary. So you should pay for that add-on service. So the guy who wants to have the luxury of getting a pizza delivered to him but cannot afford it because with a tip should not be allowed to get pizza. If you heard the way that you said that, yes, they should not be allowed to get the pizza. It that is seems a luxury. harsh to that guy. That seems it's harsh. not harsh to, pick, to say, hey, you can't, pick a guy you while can't he's get down. Oh my God, you're so fucking dumb. It's it's not kicking someone while they're down if you say, hey, you can't get pizza delivered to your doorstep. Yeah, sure. Sure. I guess. All right, let's, so, let's move on because you're just wildly out of touch with uh, the work. So why did person. you quit Domino's then? It wasn't the hard work. It wasn't the people. No, it was the people. I just said that, you know, two people messed up, you know, in in my payout, so I don't want my money to be affected. And then kind of just in general, you know, people are just kind of lazy. People would be on their phone or like hanging out in the back, you know, while we have stuff to do. Um, 
there was two times that on my first week, you know, I don't know how to close the store, but I was asked twice to close the store because one time someone didn't even come in. And then another time people didn't do those like small tasks, small background tasks. So then the people that are left that haven't been let go, you know, after things die down, it's not as busy, which was me we had to take care of all of that stuff. And then it was just, yeah, it just was not worth the squeeze. And so, yeah, it made it pretty easy to know. Got to get out of there. Hmm. So what are you looking for? I, 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 what I mean is like, you seem to have some expectations of uh, what you're, you want. And it sounds like a perfect world kind of thing. You're working with the best people, the most hardworking people, the people who never slack off, that always work and are, you know, most efficient people ever, uh, which I don't know if you probably know, but you're probably not going to find that anywhere. Right. It's, it's not going to be a perfect world out there. So what 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 are your expectations uh, in this part time job? In any part time job, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't I don't think. A perfect world. I think that's an exaggeration, but I think uh, for me, no, I want. Perfect, but what, what, what is your expectation? So I would expect the people to work hard that I'm working with. You know, it, I don't know anybody that wouldn't want that. Um, you know, I'm looking. Obviously, it's a part-time job, so part of my week I'm working. Part of it I'm not. Um, so kind of like a flexible schedule, something that isn't too difficult, not difficult in terms of like how much I have to do, but obviously, you know, for the amount of work that I, or the amount that I'm making, you know, I'm not going to be doing like the most responsibility of tasks. Um, and then lastly, yeah, I mean, it would be nice if like you, found the people that you worked with to be um i'll say i'll put a very low bar on this and say tolerable you don't find anybody tolerable <laughs> you have a no, hard time I find finding a lot stuff. of people tolerable just, that's not true i find people tolerable but i i think I think so many things that are common sense just fly out the window. Sure. So and did we find so surprising? So did you find anything new then? Are you still looking? Yeah. So I signed up to do Uber and Lyft, and so I'm going to see how that goes. Really driving um, people? I'm going to start. A, yeah. Huh. I'm hoping that it's all right. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I'm just hoping because. I, I'm really just hoping that I make like an extra two hundred dollars a week, like that's it. Two hundred dollars a week. Oh, okay. I I don't know how much the pay scale for uh, Uber and Lyft are. I don't know how. I, like I seen uh, people try to do uh, like DoorDash, Uber Eats, and stuff like that, and I think he was trying to get three hundred dollars a week, and that was hard. That was really really hard to do. I mean, he's driving a lot to get $300 a week. It's, it might still be technically part-time, but not in the sense of like under 20 hours kind of part-time. Uh, well, yeah, how, so yeah, it's kind of the balance kind of out. How many hours are you working? When I worked at Domino's, when I, worked at Domino's I worked uh, four shifts, and the shifts were about five to five and a half hours long. So it was around 22 hours, but it was, it was good money according to like what I was hoping for. Cause I made about 190 in tips and then I haven't gotten the paycheck. So, but I assume that the paycheck's like at least, I don't know, 60 bucks or something at least. So how much would you say per delivery that would have been? Any, any idea? Say that again. How much it cost per delivery did you make? Um, you usually make you don't make anything on the delivery. You just no, no, make I know. your hourly wage. I know, but if you 
add it all up, divide it by delivery. How much per how much how much did you make per delivery? Uh, usually make around a four dollar tip, and then, I mean, your hourly wage. Just to, I guess, let's say you have three, three deliveries, so twelve dollars in tips, and then four dollars in the your hourly wage. So you make around sixteen bucks an hour. Sixty bucks an hour for three deliveries. So that's about five dollars a delivery. Five, a little more than five dollars delivery. Right. Yeah, something like that. Okay. That's about the same, I think, for if you drove for DoorDash. I think DoorDash probably will be six or seven dollars per delivery, but I'm talking about per delivery. And there's there's in between time, between deliveries that you're not getting anything for, you know, like after you drop something off at someone's house and you got to go to the next restaurant. That you probably not get that I'm not counting for. I don't know, it seems hard to get two hundred a week. I don't know. Maybe not. Depends I guess depends how much you hustle and how much you want to drive. But how is driving? Uh I haven't taken Lyft or or Uber since the pandemic. So have you tried it? Is it different? Do you need to tape off your windows or not your windows, but take tape off like the back of the the backseat of the car. What do you mean you need to tape it off? Like, like a clear separation between the passengers and the driver. Oh yeah, yeah. That's kind of the one thing I was wondering about because obviously you're kind of directly in contact with people. Mm-hmm. You know, even if they're in the backseat of your car, like, you know, they're still within that vicinity of you. Mm-hmm. So, of course, there's that concern there. Um, I'm not sure what else to do. You know, I could Google, like, how to install, like, a plexiglass wall like you would see in a taxi or something. Well, they haven't but required anything, that's right? that's going to be the easiest thing to do. They don't require anything? They Well, they require the driver and the passenger to wear masks, and they're required to sit in the opposite corner of you so they would sit in the the shotgun back seat up in the the right corner right. of the car and then aside from that no not really i mean they don't really require anything have else. you started aside from that they no i told you i was gonna start today okay. and um like i guess the other thing is they you know they implore you to open your windows Start driving today, or you haven't even started the process of being a driver, becoming a driver? No, I started. I mean, I'm approved and everything, so I just need to turn on the app and oh, okay. go over there. Yeah, I looked into that very early One on thing when that Lyft first started. Uh, I looked into be a driver, but then it didn't get very far. I, Did you ever do it? No, I stopped before the they, they should come out and take a look at your car. I stopped before that. I was also working full time, so you know I didn't have time to drive. But I thought it was an interesting idea at the time, not knowing what it was trying to Someone, do. Someone like physically took a look at your car. Huh? Someone physically took a look at your car. No, they didn't. They were going to. That was like the first or second step of signing up. They don't check out your car anymore. I wonder. If- of how the pandemic is going but no one checked my car i just kind of took pictures of my vehicle information hmm. and sent it to them these are the very early days though this is back when lyft had that pink mustache they put on the cars you remember that yeah i mean now they now they just have like those light up things that you can yeah, put in your car those things are neat anyway good luck with uh, your ubering and lifting let, let me know how that turns out. You, yeah. uh, what was fun was, um, you know, the, the thing that you have in your kind of car mount, not car mount, but your phone mount in your car that you put in the ventilator so that way it holds yeah. your phone up. And trying to get that in like, well, I've just been procrastinating and just not getting it for the longest time, but they require it. 
and I finally got it and it's kind of like life-changing to like have it there instead of like holding it in your hand and then like I'm sorry. you know having to look you at it and stuff like that because it's so much I'm sorry you didn't have one before no because I would just I never used you it you just use your phone while you're driving how like in, in your palm of your hand well I don't use I don't use my phone while I'm driving because oh. the only things I do is not even for GPS or a song or GPS. I do use it, but I put it in like I'm not driving and then trying to type in an address. Right, but so if you're using GPS, you just hold it in your hand and and drive with the other hand, kind of thing. Yeah, oh. but if I'm being honest, how, how I'll ask you first: How often do you use GPS when you're going well, somewhere? I use it all the time since my car has GPS built in. Since the, this car I have now and the car I have previously had GPS built in. But do you not just like know how to get somewhere? Oh, oh, like type in instructions? Um, right. If I'm driving to work, I don't. But basically everywhere else, if I were to meet you at a restaurant right now, you know, get dinner or something, I would, I would punch in a GPS. Yeah. Is, but basically, every time I go, but let's say I, I ask you to go, let's say I ask you to go somewhere you've already been. Yeah, you've been say like two times. Would you still use yeah, the GPS probably, to get yeah. there? I would definitely at least punch it in. Um, it's I get traffic info too, so it helps. So that's another reason I punch it in. See, that's that's the only reason I use GPS is I will before I leave, I'll type it in just to see if it's going to tell me, oh, don't take the usual way you take, you know, use a different mm -hmm. way because there's a crash or whatever. But I don't usually use GPS. That's mm -hmm. the reason I ask is like, I'm not on my phone because I usually don't do anything. Right. Like I know where I'm going or no, even the song, you can change the song with your, with your, like the steering wheel. Right. Control. Even going to work every morning where I know it's like it work is I still check GPS just for the traffic every morning. So I can take alternate routes. Yeah, uh, yeah. But punching the GPS, yeah, all the time. Just that's that's a that's one of my pet peeves is like people that just only use yeah. GPS. It's just so weird. Like, uh, you'll meet people that have lived in Los Angeles for years, longer no, than Los I Angeles have, is, and use GPS. Los Angeles is a big city. Like when I'm home in Oxnard, which is. Uh, it's still a relatively big city compared to other cities, but it's definitely in the suburbs. So I would not use GPS there. Well, no, I would probably use GPS there now because, and that's different because when you were a kid, we didn't use GPS, but you didn't know how to read the street names anyway, right? You, your dad drove you around all day. And so uh, I never knew exactly where everything's are. I know where to turn. Like you saw the big tree, you saw the Walmart, you turn on the Walmart street, but I don't know what street Walmart's on, you know? So I still punch in GPS now if I want to go something specific when I'm back home at my parents' home. But if you do, you think like you've lived somewhere, say seven years, mm -hmm. you're going to, I'll give, I'll give the benefit of the doubt, like sixty percent of the uh, time you're going to the same right, place. Right, right. So yeah, that's true. There, but there's those people that still use the GPS, and I'm just like, we're going back to your home. You're right, because. Like, do you not know how to get? Like, if I'm going to Trader Joe's or Food for Less to get groceries, I don't need GPS. I know where that is. It's also down the street, so it's easy to find. You're right. I don't use GPS for that. But if I'm going to do a... Do, do, you just... Huh? I just walk and it's down the street. Oh, it's a very long street. It's like three miles away, so I'm not walking. But it is on the same street. Um, <laughs> but if I were going to go to Burbank or something get dinner with you... What? You just put it in neutral part, <laughs> slide down there. The I best. do sometimes because it, it's because if to get the food for this, you're driving up a hill. Oh, it's a very sl slightly slope hill all the way up to the mountain, and so I do when coming home. Sometimes I do like to put it in neutral, just slide down. But you have to watch out for the green lights. But I think there's a certain speed you can go that the green light will just turn green right in front of you. It, like if it's red, 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 don't break, and then it'll turn green right at the right time. If you time it right, you know, you have to go a certain speed. Oh yeah, that's like uh, I wouldn't say it's like top twenty feelings, but 
you know, when you're coming up to a red light and it turns green and you don't have to brake yeah. at all. Oh, that's There's a, a street in San Francisco that's a wider street and it's almost like a highway, but not because of stoplights. But that one is not done by sensors. You know, the sensors to sense a car right where you stop. Yeah. It's done by timing. And so my friend used to make that drive all the time. Uh, high school, uh, and he can go a certain speed and he's hit every single one, like green, green, green. And it'll turn right right before he hits the line you know so it's red he should be breaking but he's not going to break and then it just turns right when he gets there it's nice no the highs are highs but the lows are lows because i'm sure there's another person that is hitting like four <laughs> red lights in a row because they can't time it and they're just like, what the fuck is wrong with just slow thing? down then it's, it's okay uh yeah but i bring it up because i i got the car mount and I went to Target for it because I don't online shop. So just again for context, like, I am not an online shopper. I do like I don't like online shopping because I want to see the product. I want to know, yeah, you know what I'm buying. For how certain big it products, is, you like do, that. but not every product. If I were to buy a melon, yes, I want to see the melon. But if I'm buying a car mount, I can read the reviews just fine. I can do my research and pick out the one. I but like. the other part. I hate I hate delivery. Like I don't get why people wait for delivery. You are, like you, you're you saying, oh, it's so pizzas bad. And you hate delivery. It, it, well, the, <laughs> delivering pizzas is different. Delivering, so you no, get it I know. I know. I'm just joking with you. Twenty thirty minutes. If you, if you have it shipped, like two day prime shipping, that's the standard, I guess. And but for me, I'm like, no, I. I want the car mount right now. You want your instant gratification. And, and, and the, solution, the solution is go to the store. It's not a difficult thing. Uh, right. So I, I, I don't people compare prices sometimes, and so you might get a better deal on uh, on on if you buy online. Do you have a Target card? The red card. No, my girlfriend has a Target oh. card. I I. Can't do that because uh, I'll probably be more likely to just spend a bunch of money on, you know, random stuff that I don't need. But I was at the Target and <laughs> I had I had the car mount. I was in line and on the on the floor. Most I don't know if people have seen this, but in most places kind of have this by now. But they have like place markers on the on the ground, so that way in any situation where you're supposed to wait in line, like at a coffee shop or something. They let you know, like, hey, social distance, kind of stay six feet apart from each other. I'm, I'm standing in the line, and then there's this lady, and the only distance between her and I is her shopping cart. And I don't know if you've been in these situations during this whole quarantine pandemic, you know, crisis, where people just are getting too close for your comfort. Like, I don't know if you do anything in that yeah, situation or if you back just, off. Like, but shopping cart is... You don't do that. So don't that. Yeah, I do. Shopping cart is enough distance, though. That's about six feet. No? No, a shopping cart's like four nah. feet. Because I can reach I could reach you over a shopping cart. Yeah. Oh, not like lengthwise. Width-wise, yes, but not lengthwise. I think six feet is a lot. No, shorter. it was it was length, but I could touch, I could touch the lady if I wanted to. Okay, do that then. But the whole time, I'm just thinking like, what are you doing? You know, can you just back up? You know, this process isn't going to go any faster, depending on how close you are to me. Like this lady still has to check out the person in front of me and scan everything and whatever. I'm like, why are you this close to me? And I would just I would move forward. But then the person would move forward with me. And I just, I was like, I need to hurry up and get this over with because I can't stand this lady, so like, pass- not giving you're me You're so passive aggressive. You should just, you know, yelled at her. But that's one of those things. That's that common sense thing. Like, we are in you cannot a assume pandemic. That, that is the most terrible assumption possible that people have common sense. You should know better than that. People do not have common sense. It is common sense. It's in the word. If you if you have common sense, it is common to have those no. senses. 
come on, you give people way too much like, credit. You give them way more credit. But that's why, that's why, that's why when you say like, I don't tolerate people, like I usually don't because they don't have what is known as common sense. And that's when I'm like, what is going on here? Can you please like, I have to let yes. you know yes, this. Yes, you do. It's a hard life for you, Juan. One with common sense, but they are filled. <laughs> this world is filled with people without common sense all around you, right next to you, and very close next to you, apparently, <laughs> because they don't understand how far six feet is. So you, yes, you have to teach them. <laughs> you have to make it known what what six feet is. Six oh, feet is uh, not as far as you think it is, I think. Uh, I'm always surprised how close it is because you can tell six feet by the tiles on the floor, right? Each tile is a foot, a uh, square foot. So you can count six, and six is really not that far. I'm not suggesting that they sh- people should no, I, I stand closer. I'm not, not going to have a me- I'm not going to have a measuring tape when I'm out in public. But one, there are place markers. You know, that's they do they do the science for you. You literally don't have <laughs> those, to think about those are not six feet apart. And then the other part is I I. I am six foot tall, so I know a little bit about just the, the knowing six feet and how it is in real life. It should just, yeah, I, I don't know. But I, I had that, and it just did not go well just the whole time. I usually don't get uncomfortable by it, but in this instance, just because someone would just kept inching closer and closer to me. like I, I, I think just, you should have yelled at her. I couldn't do it, but... Yeah, but I don't want to yell at this say lady. With, like, say it. I mean, she she was about she was a overweight, kind of a little shorter. But I was like, I don't want to get into it at a Target just because I'm buying say a it car. Say smiling your voice. You know, six feet away, please. <laughs> I don't know. Just shout it's, the words "common so, sense" just, yeah, to her yeah, and see what she does. <laughs> <laughs> Probably be confused because she doesn't know common sense. She'd be like, "What common sense? What? There's nothing common about this." Uh, great. And in lieu of like all of this, I, I, I last week I talked about how I'm gonna get out of here, primarily because um, I'm living with my parents, and it's not that my parents they kicked still you out, treat me they? like a child. <laughs> It's just that <laughs> they didn't kick me out, but they just, they, they're just annoying in that way that, you know, everyone can probably relate to that. Your parents are just kind of sometimes annoying. Like they mean well, but they're just annoying I don't know. sometimes. I have the sweetest parents in the world. They're very laid back and I'm very, 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 and I understand how fortunate I am in this. I'm very fortunate of how laid back they are and how nice they are. They are they are they are just the nicest people. Have you met them? No, have you? I have. So no. what, are, what are so? Did you have anything that was kind of annoying that your parents well, I, I did think every as now growing and up? Then, growing I think up? the teenagers were just regular teenage years where you fight with your parents no matter what they did, but nowadays. No, we, we get along fine. I mean, they're just really, really nice people, though. They're, they're, they're really, really nice people. But what were some of those, what were some of those things? Because I bet, like, yeah, I'm an adult right now. I'm 28 years old, and my parents do this. I, I'm sure of it. There's some annoying things as a teenager growing up, living with your parents that your parents um, did to you. I don't know. I can't think of anything right now. But whatever teenage angsty thing that happened probably was what happened then what do you think i don't know they were nice people so, so they're really us so unwarranted what you, you think what you think I'll, I'll give you some examples so one thing my parents do is privacy is very little around here like you know i'll get mail here and they'll open oh. the mail and you know just kind of check out what about. Um, also like if I have a door closed, like I'm just kind of in my room, just, you know, on the computer, my parents will just 
come in. They'll like knock, but I don't know what the knock is for. If you're just going to open the door. Um, my parents will also interrupt anything I'm doing. Like nothing I do is important, more important than what they have to say. So I'll be working out. I, I was working out um, it was Thursday or Friday and I was working out and the stove at our house uh, was broken. So they had to uh, replace it. And my dad was telling me, okay, the, they're going to come by tomorrow. Can you just be here and, you know, let them in and stuff. But I was, you know, I was working out. I literally had like weights in my hand and my dad was like, you stop. Like, I need to tell you this, like, listen. And I'm just like, you couldn't have waited. Like you couldn't have just sent me a message or something. Or another thing that happened was um, I was, uh, so the same day on Friday, they delivered it. The morning of, my my mom woke me up. She woke me up like at, I don't know, 7.30 a.m. She woke me up and was like, here's the telephone, the house landline, just in case they call us. And I'm just like, why did you, why did you wake me up? Just tell me that. Like, if the phone goes off, I'm going to hear it. Like, I'm not deaf. And it's just all of these little things that I'm just like, why? Why Why is this thing? I'm a 28-year-old man. So, you know, last week I talked about how I was trying to get away. I was trying to figure out a place to stay up until the holidays, like in November and December. And so next month, in a couple weeks, I'm going to go up to Salt Lake City and I'm going to live in Salt Lake City for a month. And then I'm going to go out to Seattle for October and live out in, in Seattle for a month, too. Nice. I, I Can I come visit you in Salt Lake City? If you're going to be there next month? You, can, That's you okay. can't stay with me. I don't me. think I want to stay with you. <laughs> I, I, you should okay. want to visit. No, I, you, I, I, you have this we just went over common sense, so no, I, I just had to like. I understand. A lot of people in there. find it as free housing. I am rich, so I just pay for my own housing, and I'm okay with that. But I'd like to see you and then get, grab dinner or something and can show me around of all the Salt Lake City that you learned from the week and a half you there. <laughs> yeah, because Utah is beautiful. Yeah, I've driven I, through I, Utah. I, uh, it's beautiful, sure. so I want to I want to visit uh, since I have the time. Sorry, I cut you off there. Yeah, I, I'm looking yeah. forward to it so much. But, uh, it's gonna be it's, obviously it's like an outdoor haven. Oh, yeah. Um, but it, but both of the both of the places that I'm staying, they're kind of like 30 minutes away from mm-hmm. the cities that I said, um, and they're both next to a lake. Nice. So I hope that it's just very serene, very quiet. Um, hey, you just kind of relax, you know, get away from to everything. Utah. No, I was, supposed to go, I was supposed to go to Utah in, I think, April, but then because mm-hmm. of the pandemic, that trip got I mean, canceled. Um, and then I've been to Seattle. Seattle's not that great. But like Zion and Arches are there, so you should definitely check those out. I'm probably sure you will, but they they look amazing. Like, I don't like going outside yeah. or camping or anything, and I want to go. Just well, then I Googled it, and I Googled image searched it, and I figured, <laughs> oh, this is good enough, so I didn't go. But if you're going to be there, I would I would go check it out. Yeah. <laughs> but your parents sound like very sweet people. Yeah, I'm hoping I'm hoping. What? They're no, they very sound like they're very people. sweet people. I, like the stuff they do, my parents did, but they are they the, are. the, the, the like opening my mail or 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 knocking come to my room. It doesn't bother me as much. It's, I mean, it's okay. I mean, they're waking up at. 7 30 in the morning i could totally see that and i i can totally imagine your mom being really sweet say, Juan, Juan, this is the this is the phone <laughs> this is the phone they might call you today on this phone and i find that so sweet and i i totally understand the feeling that you're asleep and you're awoken up so you're confused at where you are and it's like why is my mom handing me the phone right now and I, I would i would probably be upset about that too but looking back on it i would say oh she was just she was just being sweet, you know. I, I, she she meant no harm by it. No, no I totally agree. 
I totally agree. It's it's very sweet. It's just that I am still treated to some degree as a kid. Like they don't realize that I'm 28 years old, and like I know how the phone works, and I know that when people deliver stuff to you, like they usually let you know that they're there.、Um, you know, I I understand all these things, and still to this day, I mean, if I use a knife, my mom's like, okay, be careful, don't don't、That's、cut、so、yourself. That's so sweet. Yes, I know. Like, I know it is sweet. I I understand it, but it, if 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 anyone listening knows what I'm talking about, they、yeah. get what what I'm talking about when I say it's it's, it's never going to go away. Like, oh my god! <laughs> I'll tell you yeah, that right now. It, it no, it never, <laughs> never will. I mean, there's other stuff that you know. My parents always think that the way they do it is the correct way and the best way. There's always those like, you know. My I remember.、Um, So when I moved out of Los Angeles, I brought like a U-Haul, and it had my bed, and it had this、uh, loveseat sofa that I had, and I had the loveseat. But I was gonna take, I took it to my brother's house because he has like kind of a relatively empty house because he just moved into it, and so I asked him like, "Can I store this at your place instead of keeping it here where we don't have room for it?" He said, "Yeah." So a week afterwards, we got the couch. And we put it in my mom's, like the backseat of my mom's car. My mom drives、Ooh. a Highlander, so it's more spacious. We put everything in. Everything was in, and the door didn't close completely. But I just said, "Okay, let's get a rope." You know how you rope the tie-in, and then so that way it doesn't close. And this is like a big couch. Like I'm not taking little things that could fly out of the of the like six inches that's open. My dad, being the person he is. He was like, "No, let's take everything out, and if we reposition the couch, we can get everything in with being able to close the door." And I'm just like, "Or we could just get a rope, and I could go drive there right now and be done with this whole thing." But he literally just kept arguing, and and by this time, I've dealt with my dad enough to know, okay, at this point, it's in his head. There's, I can't get it out of his head. It's it's gonna happen. So I either give up or I fight for the next half hour, where I could already be there. So then I I gave in. I took we took everything out, and then put it back in, and it did close. And what's funny was after all of that, my dad <laughs> just had like the biggest grin on his face. He was so happy. He's like, "Told you it would have fit." I'm like. I didn't disagree with you. I just don't care. But that's just those those annoying little things that my parents just always do. That I I have to leave. I have to move to a different good, state. Good to get for you、from. for good for you for、uh, choosing your battles. You don't have to fight every single one. <laughs> that's, that's one thing. Yeah. If there's anything about like. Parents or kids or a significant other that you learn, you just yeah, you realize okay, let's choose the battles. And putting a couch into the backseat of a SUV is not not the one I'm going to take on. <laughs> so, but I'm super happy. I'm super excited about moving there,、um, spending the next two months, you know, somewhere. You know, I'm kind of trying to take any opportunity during this pandemic. To just kind of be a little bit more productive, or be outdoors, or so,、uh, kind of enjoy something new. Are you gonna like rent an apartment for a month, or an Airbnb, or how is how are you handling housing? Yeah, so, so we looked at a bunch of stuff,、um, but we ended up just choosing two、okay. Airbnbs.、Um, so we're gonna go with them. It, it all looks good, checks out.、Um, so I'm. Really crossing my yeah.、Like、I heard like staying at hotels and and places.、Uh, it's it's relatively safe safe as uh from a, from a pandemic standpoint that the 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 chances of catching something is very low for that. So shouldn't be an issue. But you know, wear a mask、mm-hmm. when you're outside and don't stand too close to that lady. <laughs> maybe maybe she wasn't standing close to you. Maybe you were standing too close to her. <laughs> I was in front of her. <laughs> All right, now I just said it. I choose 
That's fine. I'm just not kidding. Worth anyway, we're going to the end okay. of the show, so let's let's do All our right. picks. Ready? Yeah. So pick of the uh, week. Sure, I can go first. first. Do you want me to go first? Uh, my pick this week is uh, a new podcast that came out called um, "Nice White Parents." It's done by the same people that did Serial. Uh, if you, I don't know if you listened to that one. Uh, one, the it was really popular like a few years ago, and then they had a second season that was less popular, but um, it was really good. And this, this, this one is about the education system. I only listened to the first episode, and it was really, really good. I can't wait to listen to them all. I think there's five episodes. I kind of waiting to download all of them and just binge listen to them all at one time. I mean, like on a nice road trip to Salt Lake City, I can listen to the whole thing at once. Um, yeah, it, it's it's the first episode was uh, uh, the, a school in Brooklyn because um, that's where the host lives and their kids are going to you know going uh, go to school, not to that particular school. But, huh? What? No, I don't even know what happens to the rest it? of it. I'm talking about the first episode. Uh, it's it's and the the school was losing money because there's not enough students there, and so they try to move a, a a dual language program into the school, and it, it was a French dual language program in the school. And we do that. Uh, it, it it drew a lot of white parents or white kids. Or mainly the white parents because they they're the ones that are choosing, and so it's about the amount of power that nice white parents have in school system, and the first episode was about fundraising for it, and it's crazy what these fundraisers are. It makes no sense. It's totally out of my what I'm used to because. I didn't grow up in a white school, and we didn't have fundraising like this. And I mean, I grew up in a really poor neighborhood, so we didn't have anything like this. But the fundraising they did was like at a French consulate or something. It's not a French consulate, but some something like that. And then all these rich people were there to raise help raise money for this school, and they know nothing about the school. They're just there because they want to enjoy a nice night out with other French folks, and you know. So it, it's a really interesting look at. Uh, schools and education. Uh, I haven't watched it all, but I'm definitely going to check it out. So, yeah, check out Nice White Parents. Um, it's a whole separate podcast than the Serial uh, one. So if you subscribe to Serial, you need to subscribe to a separate podcast. Similar to when they did S-Town. S-Town was just a short eight-episode like eight episode series that, that um, was a whole separate podcast. Uh, so check out Nice White Parents. You were talking about how you were surprised about the kind of the monetary aspects of a, of a school, like for the no. racial aspects. Cause I mean, in the title, specifically they, the, they the, the fundraising that, kind of that they were doing out. was what I was surprised at the, 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 the type of fundraising that they were trying to do uh, was surprising and weird because Usually fundraising for school, you think of PTA, and PTA is like a spaghetti dinner or a bake sale or something like that. But this is totally different, the, the way they raised money for this school. And it gets into, all right, well, the guy who was raising the money, he's new to the school because he has a kid in the school. And then the old the old PTA lady um, uh, was already there. And so they wanted to raise the money separately because I think what – the old PTA lady wants to do was raise money for the entire school, right? So it benefits the French-speaking program, but also benefits the rest of the school, which is um, mostly the poor kids and uh, the colored kids. And so I don't know exactly how that's going to turn out because it didn't really get, you know, I think they'll explain more in further episodes, but that that's where the conflict is happening. But the the way that they raised money for the schools was uh, interesting just in the first episode. Yeah, I always wonder how things are in school nowadays. I mean, when I was growing up, you were able to take, you know, Spanish classes. When I was in middle school, you could take, um, you could take Japanese, you could take French, you could take, you know, a good like amount of programs languages. or just uh, follow that up in second language class. Oh, not immersion. 
classes, but at least it gives you have the resources. Junior high, we have so that, that in high school. Learn. Google has Spanish and French, but this one they're talking specifically about an immersion program. So it's like K through eight or whatever, and half the time it's in French or like that. And all, huh? all that out right now. Are all the episodes um, on right now? I think so. I have to check, but I think most of them are out. I think there's only one or two left that are not released yet. So this came out about a month ago, I would say. Just a month. Yeah, about a month ago. All right, cool. Let's, so nice white parents. I'll probably, I'll definitely check it out. Especially, I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm on a road trip soon. I'm gonna probably download all. I think you'll like it. And, it might uh, make you upset too. But. And I, I love cereal. First season, yeah, it probably will, but um, but I think that's the point. That that first season of of I can't remember what it was called, but Unsolved or something, but um, with the Hassan Minaj, no, that's a comedian. A, no, that's not his uh, name. That's the that's yeah, the, yeah. I know what <laughs> you're talking. The first season of Serial, whatever his name was, Hassan Minaj. Yeah, um, I thought that was awesome. Yeah, it's, but yeah, the second season wasn't as great. But yeah, hopefully, it's not Sarah posting anymore. I'll definitely this, check it out. this season. It's a uh, Hannah Jeffrey Waltz, which which she's on uh, This American Life a lot too. So it's still very good though. She's been doing this uh, research. Okay. She started this in 2015. So this is all before the whole Black Lives Matter thing uh, erupted this year. So it's uh, been a long time making, but uh, it came out at a very uh, you know, appropriate time, you know, it, it just happened that way. But yeah. So what do you recommend this week? Yeah. Yeah. So my recommendation is a show called couples therapy. It is, um, I wouldn't call it like a reality TV show. I mean, it's set in reality. It's couples going to therapy with this one specific therapist who seems, you know, highly credible. And they just, you're basically just kind of listening in and watching. Lies crumble. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's part of it. I think anyone that, you know, has been in a relationship or especially a marriage, like it's very dramatic and it's very, um, what's the word, frustrating, just anything all the time. So it's kind of just, seeing into people's lives and and you you get emotional because you can feel like the the pain or the uh of the sadness and stuff like or the happiness and everything in people's lives and and also it's funny because you know people are so different so the things that that i don't enjoy and irk me don't necessarily do that for another person and the way that i view life in some ways that I think things are simple and like, yeah, that's just the way it is. Some people don't see it that way. So just for, for an example, uh, there was this couple and one guy was upset because his wife apparently calls him while he's at work. And he knows like, if he doesn't pick up, then he's going to hear about it later. And then if he doesn't pick up, then she's going to call more because she's now wondering, like, where are you? What are you doing? I, I'm not too far along. I'm like halfway in. So there hasn't been any any reveal that this man has cheated or was cheating on uh, on his wife. But and then she goes on. It's funny because he brings that up and she basically for most people, they agree, like, you know, I'm at work, you know, I can't answer the phone. But for her, it's like, well, what are you up to? What are you hiding? Like, why can't you just pick up the phone if I call you? And it's funny, because, you know, you have your own opinions about how this should be resolved. And also, a lot of their backgrounds get, get um, revealed. So this lady, you know, sadness coming, but she she was in an abusive relationship before with the father of her child. So she has a lot of um, baggage that comes into this and, and, and ways that has shaped her outlook. So you kind of, it's hard for you to just say, okay, you should act this way. Well, I mean, she's been treated certain ways in the past. So it definitely molds the way that she acts in the present. 
but yeah, just kind of a, there's, I don't know how many couples in total, like four or five couples, but it's a very just interesting, inclusive show that, you know, you just feel a certain way with each, each setting and each couple and each problem that's delved into because chances are you probably have dealt with something like a jealous person or an overprotective person or um, someone that has cheated on you or something like, so there's so many ways that you can relate to it. And yeah, I just think it's a, it's a great show. Um, It came out, I think last year. So um, it's relatively new as well. The production value is good. So overall, like, I think it's just a good show. It's happy and it's sad. So it's not like this is a complete downer. Where do I find this show? Um, oh. So this show is on Showtime. So if you want, I mean, I think you could probably nah. get like a free trial and then watch it. Um, it's nine episodes. Well, the reason I'm going to have a, another pick next week of what, and it's going to be, exclusive to showtime again so there's going to be like two great shows um that you should definitely check out and you know just get a free trial binge it for a week and then i so seldomly watch tv shows but if i can find it easily then i'll check it out sounds interesting i do like reality shows uh you know people frown upon that but big brother just started I haven't watched that for in years, but yeah, I like I generally like reality shows. Some of them, I can't say I like them all. Anyway, um, thanks for that, Rick. So, what is your what is your uh, week look like? For I don't this know. Nothing. Week? I don't have anything for my weeks. I just do the same thing over and over again. Uh, I'm still streaming, so you can still catch that on uh, Twitch if you want. I, I also set up something so you, listeners can contact us. I didn't set up the email. I don't think email is probably the best way to contact us anyway. Uh, I would say reach out on Twitter, but neither of us really – I mean, you don't have Twitter, right? And I don't – my Twitter is on private, so you can't. So just, um, I don't know, wave or something. I, I don't know how, how people should reach us. Uh if they wanted to. So what is the, what is the email? email? Just say that out. I was trying to get SP0 <laughs> okay. email, but All that right. was already taken. So I don't know. I can try to get like SP-0 and make it all like funky looking, but I don't know how much you want that. Uh, so... We'll, we'll figure it out Twitter to have, account. I think what the way that we're going to do any sort of contact, any sort of contact in the meantime is we will have an email. And another thing I'm going to do is put it Instagram, you do Instagram. So we'll do Instagram page and email. Um, and we'll think about, no, we'll no, think about Twitter. One? Um, I can't handle so many. I will, pro- I will, Charles, you're not going to do any of it because you don't do any of it anyways. Um, so I'm going to be the one kind of doing the Instagram and the email. And then if Charles chooses to do a Twitter account, then we'll let you know about that as well. Um, and uh, so we'll get that all set up and available for next week. Um, <laughs> my week, thanks for asking. Uh, I'm going to – I have work just as usual. I'm going to – I got to prepare – and I'm trying to hit that like $250, $300 a week goal. So I'll give an update on how that goes. Um, and yeah, mm. you got anything else? Nope, sounds good. Thanks for listening. See you next week.